This month's podcasts are sponsored by Aubergine Legal. Do you sometimes worry that your business isn't meeting all its legal compliance requirements and wonder if you're ticking all the legal boxes? Are you losing sleep worrying about a piece of legislation that you may or may not be complying with? Perhaps you need some help with your client contracts or your data protection compliance. Or maybe you're worried that your website doesn't have the right documents or legal notices in the right place. Perhaps you have a brand that you want to protect with a trademark. How about if you could outsource it all and eliminate all of your worries? If so, then get in touch with Aubergine Legal, a friendly commercial legal consultancy offering practical and clear commercial legal advice without the overwhelming legal jargon, taking the worry away and helping you to protect your business and minimise your risks. Aubergine offers a free 30-minute consultation if you have any questions or want to find out if they can help. And you can access this link and book your free 30-minute call via the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Bring Your Product Ideas to Life podcast. Practical advice and inspiration to help you create and sell your own physical products. Here's your host, Vicky Weinberg. Hi, everyone. So today I'm talking to Vanessa from Made by Pure Hands. So Vanessa is an aromatherapist, massage therapist, a natural product maker and a mum of one. So she officially qualified as an aromatherapist eight years ago, but she's been making products for much, much longer, since 2003. And she started working on the Made by Pure Hands brands 10 years ago. So it's really it's a really fascinating, interesting story um, about how Vanessa came to aromatherapy how she, and massage, um, how and why she started creating her own products and sort of the journey and the evolution that she's been on. Um, I think this is a great interview. I really hope you enjoy it and um, can't wait to share it with you. So um, I'm going to hand you over now to Vanessa. So hi, Vanessa. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Lovely to join you today. Oh, thank um, you for being here. Um, yeah, so do you want to just start by giving us an introduction to yourself and your business and what it is that you do and what you sell, please? Okay, so I'm Vanessa. Uh, my company's name is called Made by Pure Hands. I'm an aromatherapist and a massage therapist, and I make my own products. I've been doing it for, for about more than 10 years, the making, um, and the massage and aromatherapy qualifications came after that, so yeah. Oh, so that's really interesting. That is so interesting. So thank you for that, because I had seen, obviously, that you offer services and products. And I had assumed, and this is why you should never assume, I assumed it was the other way around and that you um, sort of trained as a therapist first and then started with the products. So that's really interesting. So I'd love to know, so what inspired you to start creating the, the products then? Let's start there. Well, so basically, growing up, um, I had eczema. I had eczema as a child. And you know, when I was younger, it was manageable. But as I started to get into my teen years, it started to get worse. And I would just put on stronger steroids um, and more steroids, creams. And this is, you know, this is the late 80s, early 90s. You know, there was no limit of how much steroids you were allowed to have. So I realized that my complexion was lightening with the steroid use. Um, and it was getting stronger. And then obviously, as you become a teenager and you get into your 20s, you like to experiment with different products. And I had started to work in PR. And so I loved beauty. And so I'd go and buy things and then put them on myself and then realize that I was allergic to them or I looked like I'd just been burnt. 
And so this continued until one day I really had enough and I went for, I asked my doctor to send me for allergy testing. And literally when I had my test done, I realized that I was allergic to parabens, which was to be in everything and a few other products. So literally I went and looked at all my beauty products and basically had to chuck them all in the bin. And then from there it was like, so what do I use? What, what can I actually use on my skin? And so I am of Ghanaian descent. So my mum used to bring back shea butter and she said, why don't you try this? And I started to just, um, we started mixing it and playing with it and using it. And I just had a thing for essential oils. I always kind of liked natural products. So it was kind of my thing. And so I just started to kind of just make things for myself, do a little bit of reading. And that was it really, because I was busy trying to advance in my career until um, at one point I just was stuck and I did this book called What Colour Is Your Parachute? It was um, a Korean book, quite a famous one. And um, what happened is when I did the book, there was a chapter about setting up your own business. And when I did it, I could automatically see that I would, this is something that I wanted to do, set up my own business. But I just, there was so much fear. It was like, no, I'm not ready. This is not for me. And I talked myself out of it. What would I do anyway? So I talked myself out of it, carried on in a career of PR, raised, got to a certain level, and then was deeply unhappy. And um, by that, I'd, I'd actually done a kind of a making course where you make aromatherapy products. It was like a six-week course. And um, I loved it. And I started making things for friends and family. And so when this point, this is this has been a few years before. So when this point came in PR where I, I actually had enough, they were like, but you can make your own products. And I was like, but I'm not going to make any money. And so eventually I, I, I quit my job and I started testing and making products to see if there was a market for it. But then I felt like a fraud. So I decided that I was going to do an aromatherapy qualification so I could understand, because it was more about the actual creams and the bases more than the essential oils to begin with. And so I just wanted to have that knowledge. And so when I signed up, I was told, well, you know, this course is also massage. You actually learn most of it. You know, you're going to learn how to massage it and do aromatherapy. So you're going to have to cut off your nails. And I used to have quite long nails. It's like, okay, then I cut off my nails and I did the course and I loved it. And the rest, as they say, is history. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. So that was 10 years ago. Was it 10 years ago you started was, making the products for your own use? I, or uh, So I started making years before that, but you yeah. know, just kind of bits and pieces. But it was seriously as in the branding of Made by Pure Hands came about. It was, yeah, it's 10 years, 10 years. Um, it was 2010 when I quit my job and said, let's go for it. Oh, I've been wow. I'd been making bits before. And so, remind me. So, how long were you selling the the just products before you started? I wasn't really selling, not really. So, no, I would I would kind of make them up for friends and family, and that's what I would, you know. And I'd have like little pamper parties, but most of the time I was getting them to my house to be um, guinea pigs. So I'd sit. They would come in. We'd have a focus group. It's all my PR and marketing background. I'd have a focus group, share out all the products based on what people liked. And they'd go, go away and they would have forms to fill in and then they would fill in the forms and send them back to me. There was a lot of kind of market research into consistency, smells, 
all sorts of things. So yeah, but that was the really, really early days of like when I first finished my job and you know, I was still in that marketing vibe. Oh, wow. Yeah. It sounds like you've done so much research though. So from that, did you kind of come up with like a core range of products that I, you were going to, to offer? Yeah, to begin with, I did have, a, there was a couple that kind of um, were my core products, which I really liked. And and those were, but then as I said, I really wanted to understand essential oils. So I kind of put that to one side and went off to train. Um, and to do my aromatherapy qualifications. But before I started, I had already had certain scents that I liked or my, you know, that people had tested and liked. And there were certain products that people loved that I made. So that was all kind of in the background, um, meandering away while I was studying. And when I did my aromatherapy qualification, I then had my son. Um, and so I realized I couldn't use essential oils because I was pregnant and I couldn't get the smell. And also there's some contraindication to some of them, some of the oils. So I thought, well, do you know what? If this, if I was, if I'm going to have another child or, you know, if this happens again, I would like to just have a plain massage qualification. So when my son was three months, I decided to then enroll and do a pure, purely massage so I could understand about the body more. Oh, that's amazing. And that may, obviously means that you've got the, like, the two sides of the business as well, which is great. Yeah. I didn't want to, you know, I think the marketing background that I had and all of the business, because I also did um, retail at uni, um, was that you never put all your eggs into one basket because you never know what's going to happen. And it was just, you know, that was the thing, you know, this is the time when large retailers were starting to diversify into food and all different areas. It was that was the common thing. That's when I was studying. So it was always a case of you have to diversify, you need to try different things. So I didn't want to put um, just have the aromatherapy qualification. I wanted to be able to because I discovered I loved massage and with and also I realized when you have a small child it's harder to make products than to have that time. It's easy to go out and massage people. Um, from a clinic and then you know it was just that it was an easier um, way to make money and uh, and I loved what I did so yeah so for going forward I just spent most of my time massaging and then my clients would order the odd product for me here and there um, and then I do like Christmas um, Christmas shopping events for my clients we'd have little exclusive parties and they'd come and buy bits and pieces and then um, lockdown happened, <laughs> and I was and I and I had literally, even though I was do, I was doing different types of massage. I was going into offices for an hour and doing chair massage. I had a a big client, like a couple of big clients, as well as my clinic clients. And then all of that just kind of was gone in you know literally twenty four hours. It was like you have to close. And I had already been saying for a few years back that I needed to sort out my products because they had kind of been left at the wayside and I didn't have the time as the massage business was so big and and there's only one of you. <laughs> I just kind of like, I just make the products at Christmas or if somebody, um, you know, from the pre-work had tested them in the beginning or yeah, I'd only make it for them. And, I have, um, it's also as a, as a therapist, when you're trained in a, a aromatherapist, you can sell products one-to-one. -one. What you can't do is sell them on a commercial basis. 
asbestos cells and that to the general public. Oh, um, I so didn't I was, that. Yeah, so there's, there's lots of laws, and which is slightly changed with um, with a Brexit, but it's still generally the same thing. You have to you have to do a consultation before you um, sell your products. You give somebody your products, so you make sure that they're not allergic to anything. If they're on any medication, that none of the essential oils will um, interact with their medication. So yeah, so there's lots of different things you have to think about. So I was, I'm very, I'm, and I liked that bespoke. You just make them for the person, and they get to choose, and it's just for them. So I, I that was always a kind of, um, that, I like that idea. Yeah, and is that still what you're doing now? Are you still custom making yeah. most of your so products? Generally, yeah, everything is um, custom made. Um, the plan is to, in the future, to have a couple of ones which are really popular, which everybody just likes, to have those tested and um, and be, and be able to sell them um, to the general public, just as uh, and to other organisations because I've had quite a lot of other companies that say, "We really want to stock your product. When are you going to get them tested?" And I'm like. It's a long, long um, procedure, and I need a. I'd like to have a mentor to walk me through it, so that I don't. Uh, after you've been in business for a few years, it's always good to have somebody who knows exactly what you do, so you don't make any mistakes or you don't end up wasting money. So I am. Um, I'm looking for a mentor to do that, and that will probably be done some point this year, later in the year. Yeah, and that makes total sense because I guess there's lots of um, testing and that must have to be done on, on these it's any product that goes on your skin isn't it that has to yeah. have lots of testing behind it yeah. so, so just because I'm because I did, had no idea about this I'm quite fascinated so if you're selling products to sort of one of your massage clients so you don't that product doesn't have to be tested is that right no, no because I have um, enough experience and they're my client I know I've already got a medical history about them I know them I know what they're seeing you know they I use all my own products in clinics so that's how I used to get around it in the beginning. I, um, when I started doing a lot of the massage, everything that I use in the clinic is made by me. So even when I used to do foot treatments, the salts and everything, creams, all made by me. So you're having a treatment with my products. Um, so yeah, so I, I know what your skin is going to react to or not react to, and I have enough knowledge, and I know what smells you like as well, which what helps you to relax. Because sometimes. You know, clients want to take that massage feeling home, um, especially now when you can't have you can't have a massage. So just to bring back that memory, so they yeah, so they can have um, massage oils made or creams or um, balms made. Oh, that's really nice that you can um, you can offer such a bespoke service to your clients as well, so that you can give yeah. them like the exact products that they like that's yeah and that will work for them as well because that's another thing because a lot of the times you buy product and it as I used to have you know you buy a product it smells amazing and you use it and it's like I'm covered in hives or it just doesn't agree with me or it's just too heavy for me or it's whatever the thing is it's just it always I've got a breakout from that product so these products are all that I make are actually made for you so it's just um based on what you need and a lot of people come to me um, client wise either because they or somebody in their family may have a condition and they can't use um, normal products so they may send their child or their husband or you know to come and see me to have a consultation and go for the product that they can have made. 
So how are you managing, so now obviously we're, we're locked down, obviously not doing, so just for context, because I'm not sure when this will go out, we're recording this in February 2021, so obviously you're not able to do any massages, but are you still able to do consultations and provide and products for people? Is that something you can still do? Yes, so basically I'm still making products. So my regulars who, they're just getting refills, so they'll be like, okay, I just need a refill of this, can you make that for me? But I am doing online um, consultations. And what I did, I did a really good workshop because as much as there's so much going on, I still like to, this has probably been the best time where I can continue a bit of learning. It's been, otherwise it's usually hard when you're on a rush and you're trying to juggle family life with work life. So we were discussing that a group of aromatherapists, how do you send um, products out to your clients so they can smell it or, you know, they know and this somebody had this genius idea that they used um tester sticks so they'd put the essential oil on a tester stick wrapped it up and then post it and then they could decide if they like the smell or not and so that's what i've been doing because a lot of the little products i've been making for new clients over um since the original lockdown and are essential oil blends so things you can use in the diffuser um and also rollables um, which are those are probably are my two most popular um, products for new clients. So everybody's stressed and they want to relax and your home is now your sanctuary, but it's also where you have to work, where you have to sometimes in, you have to homeschool and <laughs> nerves are frayed. <laughs> so yeah, so it's trying to bring some sort of comfort and, you know, happy vibes to your home. So yeah, so I'm still making and so they are if, it, if it's in, if a completely new client and I don't know even if it's not a new client and they want a different smell I will send out tester sticks to wrap them up in foil in the post the postman's getting a good whiff of aromatherapy so they're feeling relaxed as well and yeah off they go. <laughs> I think it's amazing and yeah and I think that's yeah that's, that's ingenious actually because I was wondering sort of how you know whether now that meant you could only make products for existing clients so I think it's fantastic that there's a way that you can still work with completely new people and so how are people finding out about you now so what are you doing to kind of find these new clients I think very strangely enough Instagram has been where I've picked up quite a lot of new clients um before Instagram, while I was before lockdown, was just, you know, I'd post, but I, and I'm sure people were following me and following my story, but it, you, I, you know, it was basically my clients on my mailing list who were ordering, who, who knew me, who were, who were, where I got my, uh, where I made my um, sales from. But through Instagram, since um, the first lockdown, I've had quite a, a lot of following and people have just kind of reached out to me and said, look, I've been following you on Instagram for ages. I love your posts. I really want to try some of the products. Can we book a conversation? And yeah. That's, um, That's amazing. And did you change what you were doing on Instagram or, or do you think this has just been, you've been doing the same things consistently? I think I'm more consistent. I also think the message is different. I think um, you, I share what's going on to a certain extent or I try and give uplifting messages or I may mention I put blends out there there's also I mean from since last year since lockdown I started when I started to get back into making more than I actually have been doing 
I would post recipes. So my my blog page has got quite a lot of recipes on there where you can um, you can make things, you can do it yourself. But obviously, a lot of people don't want to do it themselves. They just want you to do it. So they've looked at those blog posts. And said, well, that's quite expensive to get all those ingredients just to make one little product. Maybe I just buy it from you instead. So yeah, so it's um, I think there is definitely a change in my message. I think more people are engaging in Instagram because of lockdown, whereas before we were all kind of a bit busy and rushed. Um, but we we're not rushed in the same way as we were before. So yeah, um, that so that's been quite popular. Um, where I've met new people and also just networking and um, talking to people. Um, on online or just being in different groups has helped as well people are quite interested in what you're doing yeah and I think as well people are getting more confident buying online in general absolutely, absolutely. and doing yeah, like choice. yeah exactly and, and all the other things online like if you'd said to me a year ago um a year, a year from when we're recording not necessarily when this goes out <laughs> that you were doing sort of aromatherapy consultations online on zoom and you were posting out tester sticks I mean I think it was smart but I'm not sure that I personally would go for that but now you're saying it I'm thinking yeah I can see myself doing that it makes complete sense because we did like you say we don't have other options so I think the way people yeah. are sort of shopping and making sort of buying decisions has changed so much I think they're much more is in the mentality now of okay send it to me in the post and yeah when, the, when yeah. Royal Mail's working nice as well, it works very well I mean at the moment because of the type of massage that I do um, I can see any of my clients who have uh, in urgent and I'm really urgent news so I, I keep appointments once a month um, for, for those types hurt themselves if there's something that that I've been working with them and it's really you know it's got to a point where they just can't cope I um, I can see them but yeah generally it is um, all online now well that is just so different so um which way should we go oh, what I'd really like to know, actually know actually and this is a bit curious of me I'm just I'm asking just because I'm nosy is what are some of the benefits of aromatherapy and massage and using essential oils because I'll be honest I don't know that much about it uh, oh well, there's, there's so many benefits I think right now everybody's stressed and stress is probably the number one reason why people are turning to aromatherapy because there are lots of therapeutic benefits in, in, in an essential oil. Most of them you, you can't use meat on your skin. They need to be mixed into some sort of vegetable oil or cream or bath-based. That's how they're using But um, they have so many um, therapeutic benefits. I mean, I use um, essential oils for pain, for pain management. Um, I work with people who've had a stroke and they may have mobility issues or, or you know, different types of issues. So there are essential oils that their body, that the brain responds to, and also their um, touch, and even just the mere fact of being touched is such a, a profound thing, which people have taken for granted until we were told not to touch, touch anybody. So now this whole thing where we can't, we can't touch each other in the same way that we did you know even just a handshake or a hug is now become um it's now it's it's all you can't do that anymore and i think that's where you know touch is such um an important part of our lives 
which is why I feel that mental anxiety is at an all-time high, that we're closed away, we think we're not, we're not mixing, we're not socialising as we use, as we're, as we're meant to. So with, aroma, with massage and aromatherapy, you know, you can get so much benefit from the circulation, from, you know, releasing the feel-good hormones. Um, you know, at this time of year, we, as aromatherapists, we always use the citrus oil. Citrus oils are thing because when people think of orange and lemon and grapefruit, they think of summer. They think of summer holidays and they think of that holiday in Italy. And so it brings back really good memories. And everybody has a smell that they love. When, that, when you smell something that you like, it releases those hormones that make you feel good. And so that's where, on one level, aromatherapy works. But as I said, it also works on a, on a therapeutic level as well. Because there's, there's a joke in aromatherapy where we say there's an oil for that. So there's, there's no condition which you can't, there's not an essential oil that you can use. So there's a joke where we just say there's an oil for that. You've got acne, there's an oil for that. If you're stressed, there's oil for that. If you're suffering from RSI, there's an oil for that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. And it's about it's about scent, is it? Of scent, the aromatherapy. The scent is um is one aspect, but the, all the oils actually have therapeutic benefits. So every oil that you know that you that there is on the, there's a there's a benefit to it. It could be that it is um it helps with arthritic conditions. It could help with um, bringing um, with pain. As there's pain, there's lots of pain uh, management oils. There's some that help you focus because they what we call cephalic, they clear the head. So there's oils for all different sorts of things. Well, that's really interesting. Thank you, and it's really making me want to have a massage when all this is <laughs> over. Um, <laughs> I'd like to talk a little bit more about the products, if that's okay, just because I'm really always, I'm really always curious about the practical thing. So how long does it take you to like make up a product for somebody or for yourself? It depends on where I'm starting from. So I have different types of products, um, some which are just, you know, like a massage oil is going to be different types of um, vegetable oils, depending on your skin type. With the essential oils added to it so that is generally quite quick i think there's a lot of i like to get into a certain uh headspace before i start making where i'm kind of what's i suppose i'm quite nurturing where i'm thinking about what works and i'm using my intuition to find a, a blend that will work for me so it's kind of getting into that headspace to blend um, is quite takes time but some of the products are quick Whereas if I'm making um, a balm, I'm gonna I make my balms from scratch. So I'm literally making this cream balm from scratch, adding all sorts of things, whether it's beeswax, coconut oils. So it's it takes longer than it has to cool and set. But there are lots of products in the market as well where you can just mix the essential oils into. So um, for instance, when I'm making face creams, I like a particular brand, brand I buy from Baldwin's because I think it's a, it's an amazing brand. And I will mix my um, essential oil. It's a base, so you, you basically add your essential oil to it. So it, it's not going to take so long. So, you know, you can go from taking a few hours to half an hour or to you know, 15 minutes. Okay, think, thank yeah. you. 
because I'm always fascinated by the logistics, especially because you're making to order. So do you tend to have like a day when you or an afternoon when you feel like, you know, the conditions are right and you're going to sit down and you're going to make them or do you sort of do it as and when they're requested? How, how do you like to do it? it? Yeah, I usually do it. Um, I have a particular day because I can get into my aromatherapy head and I just, I'm just making and I, that, that is my favourite way to work where before children, <laughs> you could just, you could have your day and you could just do that. So that is my still my favourite way to work. Sometimes it is a bit ad hoc where you have to kind of like, all right, I need to make this today uh, and I might have to make that tomorrow. But my ideal way is that I'm going to make all the orders in one day. It's just, it's more practical and I get more out of it. And I think that my orders, you know, are better when I work that way. no I think that makes sense and I think for a lot of tasks it makes sense to kind of batch it all together like whatever you're doing um and is it like a really yeah I was about to ask is it like a really like messy process or is it it can be especially when you're making with creams and um waxes yes it can be quite messy um and you, I have a, a corner of my kitchen which is just dedicated to nobody lashes at workspace. That is mine. <laughs> and I and I use that and that's where I work and I make all my products there. But yeah, it's it can be messy, which I don't really see as messy because I um I suppose I like to bake. Well as a child I love to bake and I like to make things. So it's just a, it's just a safe space where I'm creating and I think the best, even when you're not making products for someone, I love to have the days where I can just make and try things and test things and work with new oils. There's nothing more satisfying than working with a blend, uh, an oil, essential oil that you've never worked with and to see what happens. And I'm the perfect guinea pig for myself, as is my son and some of my family members. They're just my guinea pigs and I'll make bits for them. Like, yeah. How do you find that? Oh, it's amazing that you're still doing that and you still have the time to do that. And I'm also thinking your house must smell amazing. <laughs> your kitchen must just My smell kitchen, lovely. Yes, it, it goes through phases where it doesn't smell amazing and where it smells like really amazing, especially when I'm <laughs> making bath salts. Bath salts are the ones which are so aromatic. When I'm making bath salts, which I will be making tomorrow, um, I love making bath salts because the whole, it just walks through the whole house. And yeah, you have that lovely, those lovely smells. So, yeah, sometimes it does and sometimes I'm like, oh, my. And I think my nose, your nose changes when you're on that aromatherapist. So you can pick up the slightest smell. I'm very, um, if smells don't smell good or they smell nice, my nose is automatically affected. So, yeah, so my senses definitely change when I pick up the aromatherapist. Oh, that's really interesting. So it's almost like you've trained your nose. Yeah, Yeah. it's trained, but it's just also, it's just a lot heightened, um, just different smells and scents. And I, and it knows what it likes and it knows what, I mean, there's lots of essential oils that I do not like. Or, you know, I've done classes where I've given essential oils out and I've, um, they, people have smelt them and they're like, oh, it smells awful. But if you blend it with something else, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't smell it. Um, and you may think, why have you put that oil in there? Because that oil has a therapeutic benefit to you. And sometimes it's easier to mask it and have it in there because you know that that's going to be the oil that's what that, that works for the person that needs it. But they must, just may not like the smell. That's so interesting. And it sounds like it's just like constant like learning and 
testing. Oh, yeah. and that yeah. sounds like so much fun. Yeah, I, I, I get. I think as I said, this lockdown has given me the opportunity to do a lot more um, testing and you know trialing things, which I never had the opportunity um, when I was doing a lot of the massage. It was just a case of okay, something may come up and like, oh, that smells nice. I'll make that, but. Generally, now I get to, I have much more time. Well, the first lockdown, I had much more time. This one is a little bit more, <laughs> a bit more structured. Yeah. yeah, I think this is the first one. We, we had the kids at school some of the time, didn't we? Which made a bit of a difference. Or the schoolwork was just a little bit more um, as and when. You, you worked every day, but it wasn't as structured yeah. as it is now. So now we are now full-time teachers. So yes, and we have to be very organised. <laughs> yeah, I'm finding it harder to actually make in this lockdown than I did um, prior to. So up until Christmas, you know, it was I, I'd been making quite a lot. But yeah, since Christmas, I'm still making, but not to the same amount. And yeah, yeah, but that's understandable. And so, what are your plans for? I mean, let's assuming assuming that things turn out well when we all get vaccinated what are your your plans are you still looking to sort of get get your products approved and so you can start selling yeah them in different spaces couple. yeah I, I like the idea of making bespoke products I like working one-to-one with a person to find the product that is there it doesn't have to be they don't have to have a condition they could just be look I just want this product made I really yeah I love that process yeah. So I don't think I'll ever give up that. I think that's still where the love is. But there are certain products which I know that will just fly off the shelf because people just want them. And so there may be, I will probably test them up and do a couple of those. Um, but the rest of it would still be, I love the, the bespokeness of that you, you're coming and it's just for you, you know, and me sometimes if I, if I make an extra sample. <laughs> that's really lovely. And it's so nice that you that you can do that. I think that's really nice and I think that sounds like a really nice mix as well so having the the, the stat not standard you know what I mean but the ones that you can yes. produce on a bigger scale yes. plus the more yes. personal ones because I guess the products that you can produce on a bigger scale is also maybe a nice introduction to you for someone who buys exactly. one of those likes it and then goes on to get something custom as well exactly and so yeah so that's I think that's the way forward I don't think it's going to be the main heart of my business plus also the massage will be back and my clients are screaming for me as it is. So I know <laughs> that that will, as with last lockdown, when I went back, it was quite busy. Whereas, you know, there, there was a back to back treatments. Yeah, you're, you're definitely going to be busy. So how do you, how yeah. do you juggle? So when you are sort of doing treatments as well, how do you fit in offering treatments and making products? And what's the, the split in so, normal times? Um, in normal times, the massage is the bigger part part of, of my business. I don't know if it will be when I when we were out of this because I've gone. This is my original love. This was the reason I started. So I don't know how how I will split it, but I know that it will take up a, a bigger chunk of my time. I mean, I don't massage every day anyway. It's not good to massage every day because you are putting a lot of strain on your body. Um, when you are massaging and as you get older you don't want to have that kind of strain so I probably will probably keep to what I do now which is um, I do a couple of days a week and then um, I will probably then spend a couple more days a week 
um, doing the products, but I also find that running a business, you have so much admin. Admin yes. takes up so much time, which people never understand. They're like, what are you doing? <laughs> admin. So also yeah. I think in this part of um, lockdown, it's a chance for me to kind of streamline some of this the admin or outsource eventually some of the admin to help, you know, to make things flow uh, a lot easier. Yeah, I hear this from people a lot and I think you're right. It's something you, you always underestimate when you start a business that you have to have time for the admin and the accounting and the marketing and yeah. all those like little jobs that when you add them all up actually take quite a big chunk of time. Absolutely. And when you're working for a company, there's somebody doing in that department mm. just doing that 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 um that that task. You're doing it all when you're self employed. So you end up doing a lot, spending a lot of time. I spend a lot of time, I've realized a lot of time on email, which I need to figure out how I'm going to stop. Because emails, replying emails takes up a lot of time. Yeah. And I think you can spend so much time doing things that either you don't enjoy or you're not good at or both. Um, yeah. And yeah, you just never, I think you, you don't think about that at the outset, do you? I certainly yeah. didn't when I got started. No. Oh, well, I hope you managed to get things more more streamlined this year. Um, so one final question, this is the question I always end with, Vanessa, is what would your number one piece of advice be for someone else who wanted to start creating products? And I guess uh, maybe specifically products they're creating by hand is obviously that's what you do and what you're passionate about. I think definitely have the aromatherapy qualification. I think, you know, originally it was the imposter syndrome that made me do it. But um, I think it's really important to understand the oils and get yourself a mentor. I think the putting products out there, there are many different, what I've learned, there are many different avenues to take. And it depends on how you classify your products. And you need somebody that understands that, who has been in the industry to walk you through it because it is a minefield. I know that there are lots of companies now where you can when you buy their products, um, they will give you like a recipe, a basic recipe of what you can use in your products and then you go away and then that's classed as being tested. But you don't have the same creative license. So if you want to be more creative with your products, if you're not just making like soaps or anything, I think it's really important to get a mentor to, um, that will help you save money and take you through the process. Yeah, I think that's really good advice. Thank you. Because I think, yeah, being able to learn from someone who's been ahead is great because we all are always, of course, going to make mistakes or do things that we wish we'd done differently. Um, yeah. But if and you can have someone really else's knowledge. Expensive. Yeah, yeah it's really expensive when you're when you're working with products. And I think now that we're not part of the EU with Brexit, the laws have changed again. And I know that this is um, for people who have, been, have made products, they have a certain amount of time to change over to this new law um, and this new system. So why start, you know, there's, it, there's a lot of things that we may think, okay, I'm just gonna make my product and sell them. It's not that simple. So yeah, a mentor will be able to take you through and make sure that you don't go through all of the, uh, the mistakes or issues that, yeah. that can arise. 
That's so useful. Thank you. And I think to anyone listening who's, you know, thinking of making any kind of beauty products, it sounds like you really need to be sure you know what the laws are and what the regulations are. Because I, I mean, I obviously knew it was an industry that was regulated, but I couldn't tell you what the laws are. And I, I didn't know they were changing as well. So yeah, that's something for people definitely to go away and and have a look into because I, that's something you just can't afford to get wrong. No, absolutely. Because it is a long, because it does take a long time to get from you starting to make your product to getting them out there if you haven't got your aromatherapy qualification it could take I think three to six months so that's quite a long period of time and um, so yeah I would definitely um, have so even I who have my products when I just when I'm going to walk the, some of them through into the commercial arena I'm going to have a mentor to make sure that I, I don't miss anything Oh, that's brilliant advice thank you so much and thank you for everything that you've shared and it's been lovely to talk to you and to hear your story and everything that you've done yeah i've really enjoyed it so thank you vanessa thank you vicky lovely i really enjoyed talking well i love talking about aromatherapy you can't really <laughs> shut me up <laughs> oh it's been brilliant thank you so much Thank you. I really hope you enjoyed that conversation with Vanessa. As always, if you get a bit of time and you're able to rate and review the podcast, that would be absolutely amazing. Um, Also remember to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Thank you so much and looking forward to talking to you again next week. If you've been inspired to start a podcast in 2024, I really recommend my podcast host, Captivate. Captivate were my top pick when I started podcasting four years ago because of how easy it was for a complete novice like me to get started. I've stuck with them for the last four years because Captivate is still really simple to use. They keep adding great new features like the ability to share ads like these and they've just been really reliable. So when you're ready to start your own podcast, you can use the link in the show notes and get a free seven day trial with Captivate.